We're very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative Tony McCombie. She was recently elected the new minority leader of the House Republicans in the Illinois General Assembly. Uh, leader McCombie, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So uh, tell us about the district that you represent and how long you've represented that district. Well, I represent now uh, parts of four counties in northwest Illinois. Uh, some of your listeners may be familiar with Galena, so you realize I'm very north um, compared to some of you folks. Uh, so, But hopefully I've been here to visit. Uh, now my new district will be parts of seven counties, uh, and, and they rather than take me south to the Quad City area, they're taking me east to the DeKalb um, area. So a little bit different of a district, but certainly encompasses uh, all of Northwest Illinois, basically. And previous to being a member of the General Assembly, did you have any political uh, experience as far as uh, holding elected office? Yeah, for my, in my hometown of Savannah, Illinois, I was a council person and then was elected mayor right before I ran, uh, well, four years before I ran for uh, state representative. So, you know, one of the great things about being a, a mayor and it's not political. So you, you just do what's best for your communities and you don't have to worry about all that stuff. So municipal government's great and I, I certainly miss it, but I look forward to this new challenge. I know exactly what you mean when you say uh, that you can just try to do what's best for your community and and it is a rewarding job. So I can appreciate that it, perspective. It really is. And I'll tell you, and then you're probably familiar with this too, the, the city budget's a lot easier to deal with than a state budget. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Well, uh, you were recently elected the leader of the House Republicans. Was that a position that you had been hoping to be able to uh, move into for quite some time? Well, in 2020, last cycle, um, I did challenge uh, leadership uh, then. I had just finished a, a term um, in our uh political arm, uh, the House Republican organization, and thought that there were some changes that, that I could make. Um, however, uh, that didn't, that did not happen. And, uh, thought, um, that's going to be a real hard step to do again. Um, it, it was, you know, when you start politically, you know, challenging your, your own party, it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, and it hurts your heart, right? Because we all have the same views typically. And, uh, so this cycle, I had no anticipation that this was going to happen. Uh, but with election night, um, I was with the, um, the leader, leader Durkin, as well as many other members and staff in, in our, uh, in Burr Ridge where our campaign office is and, uh, watching results come in and, uh, about 11, 1130 leader Durkin pulled me outside and just said, I'm not going to run again for leadership. And, uh, it was shocking, uh, cause I was just, I didn't anticipate it. So, you have to real quick reevaluate what you're going to do. Uh, so in the morning, you know, I thought about it all night. I uh, didn't sleep too much. Called my husband at around 6.53 in the morning, and we talked about it. And, and then my second call was to Noreen Hammond, who's been my seatmate and um, my confidant since I've been in Springfield. And uh, she's from the Macomb area. And uh, decided that, you know, I'm, I'm going to try this again. So started the, started the campaigning with my members right away. So I think the real challenge for Republicans in Illinois is that you have a very conservative uh, voter base uh, throughout the Republican districts of the state. Then when you run statewide, you have to also communicate effectively with people who are more 
in the center. And running that gambit is difficult politically. And so you look at the over the horizon, like how Republicans can be successful and grow in terms of their numbers in the General Assembly. Is that gambit in your mind? Absolutely. I think one of the things when you're, you're you know, I feel we are the party of the of the Big Ten. I I, I see that. Um, I, I believe it. I, I don't believe that we as a Republican Party have to all agree. Um, and just because we may disagree on an issue or a strategy doesn't mean um, strategy, a strategic uh, way. That's one of my friends. We always say strategy. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> uh, we always judge our folks, you know, and, and call each other rhinos and do all that. But it's it's the American way. We should have some disagreements. I think that makes us better, even within our own uh, own policy. Um, so for me, I can still be who I am and totally respect who my neighbor is, and we. When I first got in there, we had we had folks uh, more in the suburbs. We had folks that uh, were actually pro-choice. The difference with those folks is they would never in a million years have voted to repeal parental notification. They would never have uh, considered a bill that's going to allow abortion up to nine months. So that that's the difference of the extremes. There's folks in the suburbs. There's folks in Cook County that are conservative, that want to put their names forward, but are kind of nervous to do so because they don't want to be attacked by, you know, for lack of a better term, the far right. Uh, and we have to be willing to listen to them, embrace them, speak to the common sense voters. And I look forward to, you know, messaging that because it's going to be a challenge. Um, we need to worry about talking about the issues in Illinois, especially with corruptions, the high taxes, the our education, serving our most vulnerable. We all have the same views. It's just, okay, how do we get it? And if we can get somebody to sit in a seat um, in in the suburbs, in a, a left-leaning district, and it's going to be with the conservatives, you know, 90, 95% of the time, bravo, then we've done it. We've, we've done the right thing. So I look forward to that challenge. And after this election, it's a big, big challenge. One of the other dynamics that has changed over the last 10 years, the fact that you have a very wealthy governor who's essentially funding the entire other side means that Republicans are going to have to somehow do a better job of fundraising if we're going to be able to be competitive. And I think that's another reason why some Republicans don't step forward. How do you consider those dynamics when you move forward leading the House Republicans? Yeah, it's a real shame. And you talk to just the, the the normal person on the street, right, that's not even involved in politics. They don't get involved in politics because they feel their voice isn't heard because of uh, rich people, right? I mean, it's like, why, why would I run? You know, I, I'm in a swing district. I need a million dollars to run, and I'm just not going to do that. It, it's too bad that it, it politics is surrounded so much by money. One of the things that we have not done, and anybody that has, has run um, – in areas, you know, in, in, in your districts, uh, down south, or even up here, you know, our rural areas, every, everywhere outside of the suburbs in Chicago, we concentrate a lot and work a lot on the $5 donor. You know, the $5 donor is more important sometimes than the $5,000 donor because that's a vote. 
uh, and they're, they're people that are invested and care about us and are going to work. Uh, we as a Republican Party have have not embraced those folks um, and brought them in and message to them. And so that's going to be, you know, we need to build our, our lower um, donor base as well as our mid and our high. We can't rely on uh, millions of dollars from Ken Griffin or uh, Governor Rauner or Richard Uline. Yeah, thank you for the thank you for the huge donations. But we also don't want to be um, emboldened to any donor. Uh, we want we want the voice of the the five dollar and the twenty five dollar to have the same impact as a million dollar donor. Uh, so we we have to really build that out. And I look forward to having conversations. There's some members that are very strong on the campaign side, strong on the uh, fundraising side. That with a new message and a, a new face for the Illinois House, we believe we're going to be able to bring those folks um, into the tent with us and uh, want to invest in our party again. Do you have a number one priority? <laughs> to bring balance to Illinois. Uh, without us having more seats, uh, our voices are, are less heard. So that's my number one priority is we need to get more seats in, in that General Assembly. And does that specifically mean tailoring a new message for Republicans in the suburbs? I think it's tailoring a new message for everyone around the state. Um, Democrats in Illinois certainly didn't win the cycle because they fixed all the problems, right? Uh, look at crime. Look at our economy. Crushing tax bills. The, the continued corruption that it seems like people don't even pay attention to anymore. And that's embarrassing to Illinoisans. So. We need to work on on those issues, obviously, and uh, we need to have a party that's going to have candidates that will appeal to younger, independent, moderate, and and women voters. Uh, We're out there, and we just need to change the message to let people know that we're with them, and we're going to do that by having plans, having messaging, uh, working really hard. This new map um, is a challenge, but it's not... It's beatable. We we can work with what they've given us. Uh, it's it's probably one of the worst maps in you know forty years. I I don't even know if Madigan would have drawn a map like this. The Democrats are going to have some real problems uh, within their own caucus. It's going to be real hard for them to manage all of those folks. So um, we just need to really work on the message. We need to have the the downstate, the midstate uh, working to bring in suburban and Chicago voters. There's no doubt that, to me, the map has always been sort of the foundational structure that makes it very difficult for Republicans in Illinois. Do you agree with that? (laughs) Absolutely, 100 percent. And when we challenged the maps, we did that on on the federal side. And we um, had a meeting yesterday in Springfield. And and we do need to talk about there's areas in the state that certainly um, are not comp- you know, compact, and that's part of the state side of the statute. Uh, with the, the loss of, of judges uh, you know, that are on the Democrat side now, we're going to have some challenges. But I think we definitely need to look at that, too, um, and not give up on, on, on some of the districts. I mean, even just a, a district right there in Champaign, 
you know, you have Champagne completely its own little circle, and then you have Representative Marin wrapped around it. Uh, you have Noreen Hammond out of out of. Sorry, I've got a dog barking. Sorry about that. That's no worries. Um, <laughs> the mailman's here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you have a, a, a U-shaped district. Uh, you have uh, Representative Miller who has a, a a district that's wrapped around Mike Marin and um, Champagne. I mean, we have some real issues with what these maps are looking like. And, and here's here's the real issue. Um, these maps don't serve Republicans well, but they don't serve Democrats either. Uh, so for, for example, I have a, let's say I have a Democrat in um, Savannah, Illinois. Great, well, my office is in Savannah, Illinois, but if I have a Democrat that needs to visit me from Genoa, they have to drive an hour and 45 minutes to get here. Um, they've made this difficult for their folks as well. They, they weren't even thinking about, you know, when we're in our state positions, we don't, when somebody calls us and needs help with a license or, or their FOID card or whatever the case may be, we don't say, hey, are you a, a Democrat or are you a Republican? Uh, because we're not going to help you if you're not our party. Uh, so it, it really did a disservice to everybody um, that has an interest in, you know, getting help to navigating state issues. We've been visiting today with uh, Illinois State Representative Tony McCombie. She is the new leader of the House Republicans in Illinois. Uh, Representative, we want to be respectful of your time, so we'll give you uh, the last word if there's anything else you want to mention. Well, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity and look forward to updating uh, your listeners. And you, you folks have... Great representation. Uh, it's always funny to me when people say, you know, south of I-80 is southern Illinois. <laughs> yeah. But far but far from it. And I look forward to, to touring the area and coming down. And uh, hopefully we can um, maybe meet in person sometime soon. We look forward to it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Take care, Will. Bye-bye.